Charlotte. It's Shelby. It's Riley. And And it's it's time time to smut up and listen. Just a reminder for today's episode and all future episodes, our opinions are subjective. We don't advocate for kink shaming or author shaming. This is all in good smutty fun. Enjoy. And today's episode trigger warnings are childhood abuse, bullying, and graphic sexual content. And we have a new review to read on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. It's from Sarah Blue Eyes 89 says can't get enough. I am so excited with every episode to hear what y'all have to say about these books. And the way you retell them is amazing balls. Ladies, please <laughs> continue. You keep me laughing on my hour plus commute. Amazing balls. Thank you got you. it, Love Sarah. Amazing balls. <laughs> Sarah. Thank you. Thank you. And today's book is The Dare by Harley LaRue. And how many stars did you give it on Goodreads, Shelby? I gave it three stars. I understand why people like it. I only had one issue, but I can't say because it's a spoiler. Okay. Okay. That was it. I did three and a half stars. It was really short. I feel like it's really hard for me to give something short more than three and a half stars just because there's no like world building or character development really. Yeah. It was definitely smutty though. The smut was... It was... Smutty. Kinky. It was kinky. We love that. My quote for you, Riley, is he presses the handle inside the foreign object stretching my walls and causing me to throb around it the handle inside what oh you'll find out (laughs) (laughs) and mine is you deserve to have your clit aching all night you deserve to have duct tape slapped over it so you can't touch while i crush your pretty little pussy under my boot she deserves to have duct tape on her clit? Yeah. <laughs> no! And to smush her vagina with a boot. <gasps> what the fuck are we reading? <laughs> the Dare by Harley LaRue. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we start. Well, we only have one POV. Yeah. So we begin with our main character, Jessica Martin, and she's at an exclusive party at someone named Daniel's parents' mansion with her best friend, Ashley. And his parents were present so all these people are like newly graduated high school there was a disclaimer at the beginning of the book saying that every character involved is 18 that's my issue yeah my one issue is the age oh they're youngins and Daniel's mom is home and she is described as like not like a regular mom she's a cool mom she's Regina George's mom there's a lot of mean girls parallels in this i feel okay and i feel like jessica martin is very regina george yeah she's a recent high school graduate and while she was in school she was the cheerleading captain and super popular and she was also like a huge bitch yeah she was like the mean girl at school (laughs) her and ashley are dressed up as slutty angels and she's wearing a sheer bra that shows her nipple pasties and she's like got this like tiny little skirt on and she's feeling her cell and this is for a graduation party a halloween party she just shows up dressed like a slutty <laughs> angel at her graduation party. She said, look at my nipple pasty. I just imagine like the person that I was freshly graduated from high school and that would never be me. Like no. going to a party at a mansion dressed as a slutty angel. No, I was still like a child. Very much, yeah. Yeah. They see someone named Manson pull up and they're freaking out because he almost stabbed Jessica's ex-boyfriend because he made out with Jessica and then her ex-boyfriend got mad. They were very on again, off again. And then there was a confrontation and Manson 
pulled out a knife and then he got expelled from school and they never saw him again. But he just pulled up <gasps> to this party in his shitty little truck. The tea. Manson was the weird kid in school, but when he notices Jessica, they make eye contact and she's frozen by the smile he gives her before he disappears into the party. I cannot get past like the way he's described as the weird kid. I told Shelby that I the entire time I pictured him as Rick from Degrassi. <laughs> <laughs> He's the kid that brought a gun to school, right? He's the one who shot Jimmy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's in a wheelchair because of him. <laughs> we love you, Drake. <laughs> or like the kid that hisses at people. <laughs> oh, the one that yeah. does like the anime run in the hallway. Yeah, the Naruto run. Yeah. <laughs> With his hands behind his back. If you do that, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. But Jessica made out with him. So there's like some weird sexual tension. Later on, Jessica sees Daniel drinking with Manson and is super confused because Manson was never part of the cool crowd. And he stops and stares at her intensely. So once again, he's like, hey, Jessica, just staring at her all creepy. (laughs) And she's worried that maybe he hates her because she immediately got back with her ex after kissing him and talked a bunch of shit about him to everyone at school. She like spread a bunch of rumors about him said horrible things about him yeah she's not a nice girl (laughs) after she made out with him and got back with her ex and then her ex tried to like jump him so he had to pull a knife out and then got (laughs) expelled so he probably does hate you a little bit yeah Yeah. drama ashley and jessica start to play a round of beer pong and win getting a little tipsy from the drinks and manson is still watching her at this point she starts thinking about their kiss and how steamy it was and ashley asks who's next to challenge them at a round of beer pong and manson immediately steps up but he says that he wants to play just against jessica 1v1 all right jessica tries to say no they're playing teams but manson's like why because you're scared you'll lose and she's like fuck it fine and i think her like main downfall in this book is how competitive she is because all of her issues would have been non-existent if she could just stand to lose for a second yep agreed daniel steps in and says let's make it more interesting and whips out a sharpie writing dare on some of the cups and now it's drink or dare if you sink a dare cup the opponent can choose to do the dare instead of losing a cup and then one of the other rules is once you use the cup for a dare it just becomes a regular cup okay that would make me super scared to play yeah i would just be like yep i lose yeah i'd say i'm not good at this i'm gonna quit not jessica and daniel also says there are no boundaries with the dare you can dare the other person to do whatever Whatever you want yeah immediately out There's a crowd chanting drink or dare. So Jessica says, okay, fine. And says Manson is used to humiliation. So this should be no big deal for him. And all the other people start to laugh. And he's like, oh, you remember my name. So I guess our kiss wasn't too bad, huh? And then the crowd's like, ooh, because now the secret's out that the popular girl made out with the weirdo. Also, like, watch your ego. Don't get so cocky. Because once you get cocky like that, you always lose. She's very cocky. She is cocky. She's a bitch. She does doesn't know when to stop. And I feel like it's more embarrassing when you're like cocky with an attitude and then you fucking lose. Yeah. It's worse. It's worse. They begin to play and continue taunting each other and Jessica makes her ball into the dare cup and dares Manson to give himself a swirly because I guess that was something that happened at school was he got a swirly so she's like go give yourself a swirly and he tells her to grow up and refuses but makes it into one of her dare cups so he's like fuck it takes his cup off and then throws it makes it into one of her dare cups and he dares her to kiss his boots for 60 seconds and I would argue that he's way better at choosing dares than she is. Yeah a swirly. Yeah, like, grow up. 
And Jessica says, fine. And the crowd goes wild because once again, she cannot lose. So she's like, I'll do whatever to win. All right. She walks around the table and sinks down and he tells her she looks good on her knees. And she bends over, showing her ass in her skimpy little outfit, determined to at least look hot while she's being humiliated. She alternates kisses between his boots and realizes for some reason that this is turning her on. And she hopes that nobody behind her sees a wet spot through her thong. She's hella soaked. Yeah. Um, she, she, okay. <laughs> I would hate every second of that but i would have drank my drink instead of doing that <laughs> yeah honestly i think i may cry i would rather be known as the girl who lost a round of beer pong than the girl <laughs> yes. who kissed someone's boots for a full minute yeah. and then possibly had a wet spot because i got turned on by it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just lose the game of beer pong yeah but then there would though. be no book so that's true. true. That's true. She starts to get into it and begins to run her tongue along the leather and imagining Manson stepping on her head, calling her a dirty whore. And now the 60 seconds is up. Yeah, she was like <laughs> really into it. Okay, get it. I mean, if that's what you're into. Ashley tells her she looked hot as hell doing that when she gets back to her side of the table and they begin to play again. She gets another dare cup and she dares him to drink a raw egg. And that's such a stupid dare. Yeah. He just had you make out with his boots in front of your entire school and you want yeah. him to drink a raw egg. Give him something saucy. Give us a show. Give yourself a swirly. Drink an egg. No. As as they play, they both continue to also lose regular cups. Manson bounces the ball into a dare cup, which means it's a two for one. Because I guess when you bounce it and then you make it, it's like super extra yeah, you points. Take like two cups out for that. In I'm horrible beer at beer pong. I'm always like too. blackout drunk when I'm playing it. So I actually don't remember the rules at all. Yeah. <laughs> I've been drunk every time someone's explained it to me. I know. They're always just yelling. The, it's always men you're playing against. And they're always like, oh, ball back, ball back. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what that means. Whatever you say. I don't know. <laughs> So since it's the two for one, he decides the dare has to be extra good. And he tells her to take off her thong and give it to him. She hesitates, but decides she won't lose. So she slips it off from under her tiny skirt and hands him her damp panties. Uh-huh. And her skirt is like already My, like a micro. Yeah. She's gonna she's gonna be showing some puss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In front of the whole school. <laughs> yeah, just lose the game of beer pong. Jesus Christ. I don't think I would give my used undies. <laughs> <laughs> no, especially after they're the little dampy damp. Not for yeah. free. People pay a lot of money for that now. <laughs> That's yeah. true. They just been sitting down there in the warmth, the dark, <laughs> the <No>. depths, <laughs> the depths of your pus. It gets smelly down there. Uh, yeah, and she's probably stressed. You got some stress sweat going on, plus yeah. whatever else, all sorts of things. <laughs> People start cheering and recording as she twirls them around her finger and throws them to him. And Manson holds them out, seeing the wet spot on the gusset. I fucking hate the word the gusset. gusset. <laughs> <laughs> it's such an unsexy word. It is very uh, sexy. Look at that wet spot on your gusset. <laughs> gusset. Disgusting. <laughs> He looks up at her with a heated expression before shoving them in his pocket. I thought you were about to say before shoving them in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica feels the wind on her damp undercarriage, but decides not to let it distract her. And I cannot remember if undercarriage was something that I <laughs> put ask. in my notes or if it was in the book. I want to say it was in the book, though. Undercarriage. Undercarriage. Huh? 
The more she thinks about how embarrassing this is, the more wet she gets. And now she's stressed out about potentially dripping down her thighs in front of everyone. Uh. It's just like a vicious cycle of embarrassment and gushing. Manson gets another one of her cups and dares her to take her next shot with her panties shoved in her mouth. She gets angry and says, fuck you, and chugs the beer instead. And she gets one of his cups and dares him to give her thong back, but he drinks instead. So that's where she draws the line, putting her own panties in her mouth. Yeah. Okay, that's, yeah. That's where you draw the line? But you'll fucking <laughs> tongue a man's boots. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're tied at this point, and Jessica misses her next shot, and Manson makes his next one and wins the game, and he takes the panties out of his pocket, stroking it between his fingers. Everyone cheers for Manson, and Jessica's pissed and goes to storm off, but he calls her name, saying the last cup was a dare cup. He tells her that if she can make a shot into his cup, she wins. But if she loses, she has to be his slave for the rest of the night and do anything and everything he tells her to do. Just say no. Yeah, I would be like, no, fuck you. I'm done. Yeah. She does not do that. (laughs) But she says, okay, these are the rules of the game. (laughs) She refuses to go down without a fight and grabs the ball, throwing it so badly that it lands in the grass. She's like, oh, no, I want to put your boot on me. Step on me. me. I think that was like a thing in the book too where she's like maybe i did it on purpose because i wanted to be his slave crazy girl you crazy crazy girl he crooks his finger at her and she walks to his side refusing to look at him but secretly she's enjoying this more than she wants to admit the next game starts and manson asks jessica if she's really going to do this and she's like yeah it was a dare i'm gonna do it just say no (laughs) she's so committed she's like this is legally my job legally binding dare yeah this is a contract and she says unless you think you can't handle me and he's like nah i think it's gonna be the other way around and tells her to follow him ashley walks up and tells jessica to just leave and forget all of this when manson calls jessica's name legit like she's a dog and jessica's like no i have to do this and ashley's (laughs) super confused (laughs) Ashley's like, why do you need to do this? Just don't do it. She's like, just walk back inside. (laughs) Just go in the house. Yeah, she's like, we can leave. Like, we can get in the car and leave. She's like, no, I signed a contract (laughs) with my blood. (laughs) If I don't do this, he'll kill my family. (laughs) (laughs) Ashley's such a good friend, too. She's just like, we could just, let's go. She's like, I have to prove this to myself and everyone (laughs) that I'm a good slave. Jessica walks up to Manson and he tells her to get down on her knees and tie his shoe. And she's annoyed and he says that she needs an attitude adjustment and he's more than happy to give her one. And he also adds that she will be referring to him as master for the rest of the night. He gets caught up in some conversation with some of the guys and Jessica's forced to just stand awkwardly behind him. And Ashley comes up again and asks her why she's doing this. And Jessica's like, just let me follow through with this dare thing. And Ashley says if she wants to do some weird kinky fetish thing, she won't call block her and if she needs anything at all to just send her a text and she'll bail her out great friend i mean that's a true fucking yeah she's like go get your rocks off bitch she's like i don't understand it but just let (laughs) me know (laughs) this ain't my thing but clearly it's yours if you need to do this because of the dare Jessica slips away from Manson to go hang out in the kitchen, but he finds her and he tells her that he doesn't want her getting drunk tonight. And she's pissed off and he tells her, actually, go get him a beer. And she needs to crawl there and crawl back. 
She says, absolutely not. But he tells her that she obviously agreed to the dare for a reason. And he knows that she's into this. And she says, fuck you, master. And drops to her knees, crawling through a crowd of people, hoping nobody sees her ass and puss. It's literally on display. Yeah. They're gonna see her ass and puss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crawling through the crowd. And she's like, God, I hope nobody notices this. She's like, you guys all still think I'm a cool girl, right? <laughs> I'm so popular, am I not? <laughs> She gets to the cooler and while she's trying to figure out how to hold the beer and crawl back, she decides to just stand up and she opens the bottle and takes a chug knowing that she'll be punished for this, but she's hella soaked just thinking about how Manson would punish her. She walks up to Manson, who's talking to another girl, and she feels oddly jealous for some reason. And she says that she forgot about the crawling and takes a drink before spitting it back into the bottle and says she forgot about the no drinking too. Oopsie. It hands it back to him, but he just smiles at her and takes a big, long drink of the beer. I was gonna say, he probably thinks that's hot. Yeah. She said, mmm, spit. I love spit. He calmly tells her that she's going to be punished for misbehaving, and he thinks the only way to do that is to make her cry and get rid of her pride. He tells her she's going to follow orders like a good girl and then turns and walks away. She follows him to a bedroom with a horror movie playing on the TV and nobody else is in there. He sits on the couch and tells her naughty girls don't sit on the furniture so she'll be sitting on her knees in front of him. She does and she realizes that she's like really really into this. She wants him to degrade and humiliate her and she'll do anything he tells her to do even if she fights him every step of the way. He says that he knows this is something she wants to explore and he can tell that she likes this despite being an obvious brat. I don't understand how he's reading in between these lines. I don't either. They're also 18. How does he even have experience doing this? How do they know? Yeah, I don't know. I think it would be more believable if they were like college graduates. Yes, yes. But what were you doing in high school that you're like a kink lord? Yeah, what the fuck? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) She doesn't deny him saying that she's into it. And he tells her to clean his boot with her tongue. She kneels down and just the smell of the leather gets her hella soaked. What the hell was wrong with me? Since when did something like boots turn me on? It had never even crossed my mind. Never worked its way into any fantasy I'd touched myself to. I pressed my lips to the leather, lingering there now that I no longer had all the eyes of a crowd on me. Heat rushed between my legs, my arousal intensifying as I placed my kisses lower towards the dusty sole of his boot. Dusty <laughs> girl. He could have stepped in dog poop or something. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna lick that off. I'm gonna lick that little dust off. <laughs> the taste of dirt was on my lips, but even that didn't dissuade me. I pressed my forehead against his ankle as I kissed, utterly lost in that strange world of leather and laces and my own degradation. Yeah, girl. <laughs> <laughs> That's dirt that you're tasting. She feels his other boot on her head and Manson tells her to use her tongue to get it clean. She does and she likes it so much that she starts to laugh while she licks and he tells her to lift her head. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. She does and he says she looks thirsty while holding the beer bottle and he says no hands and takes a drink and spits it into her mouth. But I mean her own spits in there too, so. It's just yeah. double spitty beer. It's just a Bit party. Mmm. Scrumptious. He leaned close, so close our lips nearly touched. He spit the beer into my mouth, all of it, not spilling a drop. It was still cold, refreshing on my tongue, but it tasted like him. I knew it was his taste. I remembered it, and it sent a shudder of pleasure throughout my entire body. My arousal dripped as I gulped it down. How is it still cold? It went to his mouth. I feel like it, it's lukewarm at best. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> warm at best. Room temp. 
Manson tells her that if she was obedient, he wouldn't have to punish her, and she begs him to just give her her thong back. And he says that if she really wants it, she's going to have to tell him why. I'm wet, and I'm afraid I'm going to drip on the carpet, okay? Okay. (laughs) Is that okay with you? I'm dripping. I'm soaked. (laughs) My own gas cut me off. A choked sound shocked at my boldness. Except I wasn't bold. Not really. I was squirming, hot and humiliated. Is that so? The smile that spread across his face only made it worse. I hadn't noticed before how sharp his canines were. Like little fangs that could pierce into my skin. Oh, Jess. Poor little angel. I've made a sinner out of you. Enjoying your punishment so much it's making you wet so cute ew shut the fuck up she squeezes her thighs together and he says that he's gonna have to make her punishment bad because he doesn't want her enjoying herself too much and orders her to sit on his lap she does with her back against his chest and he grips her thighs and tells her the safe word is red and he says he doubts she'll even use it because he can see that she's a masochist and she says no she certainly is not but just the thought of her punishment gets her even wetter she can feel his erection on her ass and she knows that he definitely likes this too and he tells her she's a bad girl that deserves to be punished. I held my breath so I wouldn't start gasping. His words squirmed inside my brain and straight down to whatever nerves controlled my cunt. The heat between my legs felt unreal. Too extreme to be a reasonable reaction to simply hearing someone speak. Desperate to move to hide my nervous trembling, I pressed myself against his crotch so that his hard cock made contact with my aching clit. I moved against him, claiming the only physical stimulation I'd had all night. I nearly moaned just from that tiny moment of pleasure. The contact so good that it sent a shudder all the way up my spine. Manson's hand gripped into my hair right at the nape of my neck. Naughty angel. Very naughty. You really think that's what you deserve right now? He pulled me back, his mouth close against my ear, and he whispered, You deserve to have your clit aching all night. You deserve to have duct tape slapped over it so you can't touch while I crush your pretty little pussy under my boot. Woof. Do you remember how high school boys used to talk? They did not talk like this. No. No. They were like, I'm going to finger your pussy, your vagina. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to do it aggressively and hard and you're not going to enjoy it. (laughs) (laughs) They just like scratch at your left labia and they're like, did you like that? Did you finish? Did you come? Because I did. She chokes out a moan slash sob and he tells her to bend over so her head is on the ground. So she's on his lap on the couch and he's like, put your head on the ground. (laughs) Do some tricks for me. (laughs) She's forced to lower down so her thighs rest on the couch with her head on the ground and her legs spread right in front of Manson. And he says, aw, you're so wet, so beautiful, and squeezes her thighs as she begins to shake. She sarcastically asks him if he likes what he sees and he stiffens before slamming his hand down on her ass. I like it a lot better now. He said as my legs shook. Your cunt is cuter when your ass is red. Funny how that works. He didn't sound like he thought it was funny. His words had quickened and so had his breathing. He shifted in his seat and his fingers dug hard into my thighs, satisfyingly tight. Feeling a little scared now? It's all right. The door is shut and the music out there is so loud that you can scream and cry all you want, but you won't disturb anyone. All right, that's the last thing I fucking want to (laughs) hear when I'm about to fuck someone. (laughs) No one can hear you scream, so. (laughs) I actually have weapons. (laughs) I'm gonna kill you. She starts chanting, 
fuck you and begging him not to do this. And he says to use the safe word then. And she says no. (laughs) She refuses. What do you want, girl? What do you want? She wants this. And he tells her that her ass will look even cuter with bruises on it. He starts to relentlessly slap her ass hard over and over again with his boot on her head, smashing her face into the carpet. Sexy. Huh. I think I would get like, obviously this isn't my thing. Clear. Yeah. Yeah. Clear as a tie. Yeah. Little vanilla bitch over here. (laughs) But I think if like Andrew ever wanted to try something like this and didn't give me a heads up first, I think I would like legitimately get mad. I'd get like have like a panic attack. I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) I said stop. (laughs) Get your fucking shoe off me. (laughs) Dirty ass shoe. I was getting wetter from this. My insides clenched, but with Manson's leg on top of me, I could no longer grind my crotch against him. And that denial was a whole new torment. I was so tense. I was certain that the slightest touch from his hand would make me come instantaneously. My clit was pulsating with need. My nerves on fire. I wanted him to touch me. Desperately. Instead, he switched back and forth between slapping first one cheek and then the other, the burn so intense that my eyes welled up with tears. She's like, I love this. This is so fun. (laughs) This is such a fun new experience. Finally, she can take no more and she says, sorry, she'll be a good girl and she'll obey her master. And he says good and tells her to kiss his boots again while she's down there and she does. She sits back on his lap against his chest and he holds her, wiping a tear from her cheek and she feels safe and soothed like this. Why? And how? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) He asks her if she's going to be good now and she says she'll try, but she can't promise there won't be any back talk. And he's like, it's been two minutes and you're already back to the sass. Being good is hard for a bad girl. I said, I traced my fingers up his chest over the buckles of his harness, wondering what it would look like without his shirt. But you know, it may help me be good if you fucked me. (laughs) (laughs) Also, he's wearing a harness. Yeah, and some type of like hat. It's like a fedora, as, like, a, probably. He, oh, God. <laughs> it's one of the fedora guys. Yeah, he has like a harness over a t-shirt. <laughs> I'm honestly picturing like one of those guys that you see him on like TikTok and they're like, if you want to be a part of my pack. <laughs> <laughs> he has a pack, too. Mm, no. I, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly how I'm picturing him, and I cannot get past it. But she's into it. She loves it. Ah, woo! (laughs) He tells her he's not going to fuck her right now. When he fucks her, it won't be a quickie at a party. He's going to make her scream. And she says, please, master, and grinds down on his hard dick. And he grabs her hair and says, no means no. Doesn't it mean that to you? Because I'm pretty sure she said no. (laughs) Do you know what consent is? She's scared she's going to get spanked again, so she says, Okay, master. You're going to be patient for me, he said, holding my head in such a way that I couldn't look away from his gaze. You're going to suffer through that wet pussy of yours and wait. And every time I order you to do something, it'll feel a little worse. You'll just have to take it. (laughs) (laughs) Them's the breaks. (laughs) He's like, I'm not going to please you at all. She says, that's not fair. And he says he can make her suffer all night if he feels like it. And he can spank her again just because he likes the sound of her screams. And she tells him he's so mean. And he says, oh, Angel, you have no idea. 
They go back to the party. She tries to be good, but the more humiliating the tasks that he gives her, the wetter she gets. So she's like more frustrated. It's around close to midnight and the soundtrack to the music changed to something kind of creepy. And she notices someone just showed up to the party and it is three clowns. And she's terrified of clowns. But even worse than them being clowns is she knows who they are. Oh, who are they? It's his pack. It's his pack? Wait, don't tell me that that's like real. They are Mason's three friends and she immediately begs him to go inside because she doesn't want to see them because she spent just as much time in school torturing them. (gasps) She is a mean ass girl. She is. Obviously, they instantly recognize her and she feels shame over torturing them and she's surrounded now by all four of them and she's wet. Oh, no. (laughs) Has she been dry once? No. No. They're about to start harassing her when Manson tells them that she's with him tonight so to ease up and Lucas asks if Manson's gonna share. The thought of being shared by the four of them, ordered around, degraded, punished, it made my stomach tighten, slowly strangled by a knot of tension and desire. The very men I'd tormented, I wanted. It was so fittingly humiliating. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, But also, I really ruined it for myself because all I'm picturing are these people that are just in like vests, like pinstriped vests and like fingerless gloves. If it helps, they're dressed as clowns. No. Does that help at all? (laughs) You turned on? She tells them that she isn't a piece of meat and Vincent tells her that she's right. She's not. A piece of meat would be tied and hung from the ceiling, but he can arrange for that if that's what she's into. And she begs Manson to take her back inside so they can fuck and just be done with the night. And he tells her no. She finally tells him that she has to use the restroom and he tells her to be quick. And then he turns to his friend saying that she's super bratty and there's only one way to tame her. But when she gets to the restroom, she decides to rub one out real quick because she cannot wait any longer. And that way, if he does punish her again, at least she'll have gotten something out of it. I imagined Manson bending me over, holding me tight under his arm, scolding me as the clowns watched, smacking me until I wept openly, uncontrollably. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, I'm going to (laughs) sob. I'm ready to cry. (laughs) I need a good cry. There's loud knocking at the door and she has to stop. But when she opens it, Manson shoves her back inside. He grabs her hand and asks what she's doing. And then he tells her that the other people will just have to pick a new bathroom because she has to get punished now. What if she was shitting? What if she was taking (laughs) so long because she was shitting? Honestly, he's like, give me your hand. Let me smell it. (laughs) (laughs) Smells like shit. You been shitting? (laughs) You shit with that ass? Damn, mama, you shit with that ass? (laughs) That would be one way to make me cry. (laughs) He just walks in, he's like, damn, it stinks. (laughs) (laughs) He pinches her butt until she admits that he never told her she couldn't touch herself. You little brat. I told you I wanted to see you suffer. I wanted to see you squirm. You don't get to take that pleasure away from me. He shook his head in disapproval. I really wish I had my paddle on me. God, turning your ass black and blue with that sweet thing would have you obeying as you should. I just wish I had my paddle on me. (laughs) I wish I could just fucking beat the shit out of you. (laughs) I really just want to rock your world. (laughs) And she's like, oh my God, yes. (laughs) <laughs> like fuck i'm horny <laughs> <laughs> 
She can't believe he actually owns a paddle, but she also is super into it and she wishes that he also had it with him. She tries to bargain, but he just tells her he's wanted to do this for so long to punish the girl who always laughed at him and to watch her whine and complain, but over him. She begs him again to fuck her and he promises her he will, but she has to wait. And then he pulls her thong from her pocket and asks if she still wants it back. She says yes. He tells her that she could put them in her mouth now, face the wall and bend over. And she does as he says. He said nothing as the moments passed. Moments that felt like an eternity. Spread your legs, he said. I want to see you. All of you. She does as he says and waits for his next command. Spread yourself open for me. I reached back, trying to get a hold on my tender flesh. My fingers were slick and I could barely manage to pull my labia open. Unable to get a... Unable to get any grip. That's a slippery labia. <laughs> I just imagine like slipping. <laughs> she just can't get a grip on it. <laughs> She's like, slipping. come here, labia. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> <laughs> It's just slippery. It's silent again until he finally says that he spent most of his hormone-fueled years wanting her and wanting to touch her. So that's why he needs to savor every moment of this. And then he tells her that it must have been a while since she's been laid since she's this horny. And then he kneels down and he says, Or are you just that much of a freak that being ordered to lick some weird guy's boots is getting you this hot and bothered? Is being spanked and made to beg for mercy nearly enough to get you off? Such a fucking freak. His gaze shifted, and I knew he was staring directly at my pussy. <laughs> He's just being hella mean to her. He's oh, like, yeah. you fucking weirdo. He's like, you dumb fucking weirdo. You lick <laughs> boots? Oh, you're weird. <laughs> he tells her to finger herself with only one finger and to go slowly. With one finger, slowly, I pressed inside myself. My flesh parted, soft and slick. Only one finger wasn't enough, but the subtle stimulation made my breath shudder. Fuck yourself. Come on, Jess. In and out. <laughs> <laughs> In and out. Come on. Let's go. One, two, one, two. (laughs) (laughs) She does as he says, but takes it one step further and uses her other hand to rub her clit and then adds a second finger. He tells her to stop and she's pissed off and stands and spits her thong out. But he tells her it's funny how she would rather listen to him than get herself off. He grabs her by the wrist and tells her that she's more fun than he expected. Gently, he took a finger in his mouth. His tongue slid over my skin, savoring every drop of my juices. His mouth embracing me in a way that was both terrifying and arousing. Scared, but also horny. Yeah. He releases her wrist and looks at her lips, so she tells him to do it, to just kiss her. He does roughly, and they both fight for dominance until he's picking her up and slamming her into the wall. They continue to roughly make out, and she scratches his neck and bites his lip until she tastes blood and when they stop he tells her that she made him bleed you made me bleed my own blood (laughs) she tells him he didn't make her bleed and she expected more from him and then she tells him that she thought he was gonna make her cry he asks if that's what she wants and she says that she wants to slap him and he says go ahead see what happens so she slaps him as hard as she can and he barely flinches and he pulls her out of the bathroom he says time to make you cry time to cry cry o'clock I'd be like no 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 Just kidding. Just kidding. (laughs) I was imagining like she slaps him and then he's like, all right, bitch, I'm going to fucking duck you now. (laughs) They exit the bathroom and he tells her to go upstairs. And once they get up there, they make out some more in the hallway until they find an empty bedroom and he starts lighting candles. And he's like, no one's going to bug us. This is my room. And she is 
speechless because she doesn't understand how he lives with the popular boy Daniel. Yeah. But we learn that Daniel's mom is his social worker and let him live there once he turned 18. So after he got like expelled, his mom didn't want custody because his dad kept leaving over and over again. She's finally piecing together like, okay, maybe he wasn't just bullied at school. Maybe it was like a home thing too. Yeah, you mean You think? Yeah, it gets really dark. She starts to apologize, but he says that he doesn't want to talk about that right now. So she kisses him and says that he promised to make her cry so they should get started. And then noise comes from the back of the room and three clown faces appear out of the dark. No. (laughs) Yes. Manson tells her that he couldn't let them miss out on all the fun and she can leave or be a good girl and do what he says and she wants to stay. Nightmare, nightmare, nightmare. (laughs) Uh Vincent pulls handcuffs from somewhere and she's hella soaked all over again. Manson tells her to use her safe word and everyone will respect that and she nods and says okay. Be a good angel then. Crawl over to them and offer them your mouth. (gasps) Give them an offering. (laughs) I present to you my mouth. (laughs) Put your dick in it, sir. (laughs) She does as she's told and crawls to them and then sticks her wrists out for the handcuffs. Vincent calls her a good girl and then locks them on her wrists. Lucas tells her that she's so much prettier submitting to them, which I was like, okay. He's like, you're kind of ugly before. (laughs) But now you hot. (laughs) What did we used to tell you, Jess? You fuck with one of us, you fuck with all of us. (laughs) All for one and one for all. (laughs) Manson's voice rumbled eagerly from behind me, deepening with excitement. And if you want to fuck one of us, you fuck (laughs) all of us. <laughs> Lucas kicks her knees apart and Jason leans over her to lift her skirt and he tells her that she's such a naughty angel for not wearing any panties. She's like, it wasn't my choice. I've been asking for them back all I night. Know, honestly. <laughs> she's been trying all night. Yeah. She's like, no, I really want a bag. <laughs> Jason moves to stand in front of her. Vincent stands next to her while Lucas steps behind her. Manson is still sitting on this like chest in the corner of his room watching everything. And then Jason unzips his pants and pulls out his dick. She asks if she can taste his dick and Vincent grabs her face hard and tells her to open her mouth. Manson tells her to make Jason feel good just as Jason like thrusts right into her mouth. Lucas gets up and stands next to Jason and starts to undo his pants. His cock was pierced. A curved silver ball fitted through the underside of his head. I'd never seen that before. Never even thought someone would do that. And I could scarcely imagine how that would feel inside my throat. I wouldn't want that in my throat. I'd be terrified. That's gonna catch on my tonsil. Yeah, I'm scared. My (laughs) uvula. My uvula. Jason steps back after he finishes and Lucas takes his spot. She gags, not used to the feeling of metal, and Manson tells him to be more careful with her. Don't make her gag. Be gentle putting your dick in her mouth. Vincent reaches beneath her skirt to touch her and he comments on how wet she is. Manson tells her to hurry up and make Lucas come like a good little whore and then he lightly slaps her face and she loves it and then he slaps it again harder. She flies across the room. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, I love it. <laughs> Manson then tells Vincent that she's not allowed to come and to stop touching her. And then Lucas finishes in her mouth. And after she swallows, Vincent makes her clean his fingers. Manson kisses her head and she asks if she's doing a good job. And he says she is. He even has a surprise for her. And he pulls out the same knife that he pulled on her ex-boyfriend and her breath hitches. He asks if she wants to play and if she trusts him. And she says yes. Why? 
I don't know. That's Why terrifying. Do you trust him? He's been so mean to you. But she loves it. I got a knife. Do you trust me? <laughs> I trust you with my life. He lightly scrapes the knife down her neck. I won't hurt you, Angel, he said. I only want to remind you who's in charge. I only want to remind you to keep being such a good girl. My eyes flickered to Vincent, who nodded sagely at Manson's words. Be a good girl for Daddy Manson, <laughs> Jess, he said, a tease in his voice. I'm sure he's already shown you what happens to bad girls, hasn't he? <gasps> Be a good girl to Daddy Manson. I don't like that Vincent's calling him Daddy Manson. He's the alpha. Is that your pack leader? <laughs> <laughs> You run with the wolves? (laughs) He tells her if she can be a really good girl and make sure Vincent feels good, then she can have a reward. So Vincent unbuttons his pants and enters her mouth slowly as Manson stands behind her, telling her how good and pretty she is with the dick in her mouth. Vincent finishes in her mouth like the other two, and Manson tells them that they can leave now. They're going to need some privacy. And then Manson makes out with her with all of his friend's jizz in her mouth. Yummy soup. (laughs) He picks her up and lays her on his bed straddling her and she starts to beg him to fuck her as he dry humps her but he still has his knife and starts to gently trace it down her body again and he presses his knee up against her vagina and she starts grinding on it but he tells her not to do that he asks if she still remembers her safe word and she says yes he undoes one of the handcuffs and then redoes it to his headboard and then he promises to make her cry so like he has one of those wrought iron headboards where you could like easily put handcuffs on them. Uh, okay so now she's chained can't go anywhere and he has a knife <laughs> and he has a knife and he hates her he keeps telling her i'm gonna make you cry yeah i'd be like i will leave you <laughs> think you're going to i'm sure you will <laughs> he starts telling her how nice it is to have her beg for him especially since she was such a bully bitch in high school and then he reaches and grabs one of the candles on the nightstand see all this lovely hot wax he tipped the candle slightly so the wax accumulating inside its walls glistened and rolled i'm going to spread you apart hold you open and let this drip right in uh <laughs> right onto your clit since yeah. you want to touch so badly <gasps> yeah I would piss myself. Yeah. I would rip my arm out from that little <laughs> red, red, <handcuff>. red. <laughs> red, red. <laughs> he tugs her skirt up and lightly caresses her and then tips the candle so two tiny drops fall. She shrieks as it hits her clit, but then realizes that the pain doesn't last long. And he does it a couple more times and he rubs the wax off of her and asks how she wants it harder, faster. And she begs yes, but he stops. She curses at him and he tells her that she isn't being very good and probably needs to be spanked again. And then he holds her thighs down and she realizes he does not mean her ass. And she's like, I don't know if I, I think that's my limit. (laughs) And he says, okay, that's fine. And she's like, well, no, no, we could try it. I remember my safe word. (laughs) So he spanks her fucking vagina. She shrieks as pain explodes through her, but she doesn't stop him, and he continues one after the other. (laughs) No. (laughs) At some point, she starts crying, but she doesn't know when she started crying, and he stops and wipes her tears, saying that she's been punished enough now. I think she has. I told you I would make you cry. (laughs) Look at you crying. Told (laughs) you. Oh, my God repeated spankings to your vagina yeah no uh, yeah 
He gets off of her and leans down by her vagina and tells her to say please, and she does, and he starts eating her out and fingering her. He lets her come, and it's the most intense orgasm she's ever had due to all the buildup throughout the night. But he tells her that she isn't done, and then he grabs the knife and lays the cold blade on her clit. What? Uh-huh. She begs her more, and he flips it, so now the handle is slowly entering her. As the ecstasy rolled over me in seemingly endless waves, Manson continued to thrust inside me, laughing at every heightened shriek at every frantic overwhelmed twitch of my body at the brief but violent gush of arousal that came before i could stop it even squirting for me what a good girl fuck that's beautiful <laughs> it's a, ni- oh, a knife handle that's hot yeah but he still isn't <laughs> done so he helps her out of the wrist restraints and then he starts undoing his pants he tells her that he wants to fuck her and she begs him to please do it he flips her over and lifts up her hips and then enters her deep and hard and he fucks her and demands that she comes for him again he pulls his dick out and starts fingering her again until she comes and then puts his dick back inside her because he wants to come inside her and she says yeah that's fine nothing bad's ever happened from that no (laughs) and then he fucks her till he finishes afterwards they're laying in bed facing each other he cleaned her up he was a gentleman and then he like very vulnerably asks if it was good for her like he sounds self-conscious and she's like um i had multiple screaming orgasms and i squirted so i feel like yeah that was good that's all right and then he kisses her and asks if they can do it again and she says absolutely no i would say no i'm going home i want the comfort of my own bed thank you We're in our epilogue, which is the next morning. He walks her downstairs. Her and Ashley are going to go to breakfast, and she asks if he wants to join them. He says no because he needs to help clean up the house with Daniel, but he would like to go to breakfast with her another time. And she asks if next weekend is okay, and he says yes. The end. They're a couple. They're a love. Freaky, kinky couple. Yeah, they are a little freaky deaky. So, Riley, how many red pepper emojis do you give this one? Oh. (laughs) I don't (laughs) No. <laughs> I'm gonna say I agree with the three and a half. Yeah. Cause it was spicy. It was just kind of ridiculous. Yeah, just a little silly. <laughs> yeah. For two 18 year olds <laughs> fresh out of high school to experience. That, yeah. Whoa. That wasn't even crossing my mind at 18. No, no, no. no. I was still getting but my you know. left labia rubbed out. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, still <laughs> taking two fingers, you know? Yeah. That's about it. <laughs> but I mean, it was good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I see why people like are attracted to the idea of it if they're like just reading spicy books because it's yeah. something. Yeah. It's one of those things where I'm like, I like reading about it and never want it to happen to me. No. Yeah. I agree. Would you trade no. places with <laughs> Jessica? <laughs> no. No. I don't ever, ever want anyone to spank my puss. <laughs> Never. Or shove your head down with a boot or put a knife on your clit. Or <laughs> no, I would swing on a man. I swear <laughs> to God. No. <laughs> Do you think Manson is sexy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but no. I really ruined it by thinking of like, you know, the alpha pack leader. I thought I saved it in my brain and then yeah. you came up with that. <laughs> I can't get rid of like the fingerless gloves. <laughs> I'm just picturing them on him. Yeah. 
Do you guys think he's hot? No. No. (laughs) The entire time I was just thinking of like the weird, 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 weird kid in high school. And I'm like, there's no way that he's a sexy, kinky freak. No. Or maybe he is, but I don't want him to do any of that around me. Yeah, true. Like do that far away from me. That's fair. Uh That's fair. Yeah. No shame to, you know, any weirdos. If you are a pack leader... If you're in a pack, good for you. Lead don't that pack. Join. I don't want to be a part of your pack, though. No. Sorry. No, that's okay. <laughs> all right. So next week, we're going to be telling Riley all about Priest by Sierra Simone. And we're going to have her look at the cover and give us her best guess on what it might be about. I've seen this book a lot. I have no idea what it's about. Not it's a very single... popular. Yes, I've seen the cover of the book a lot. And it says, forgive forgive us. For, what the fuck does it say? Forgive us. I think it says forgive us our sins. Yeah, I keep wanting to say forgive us for our sins. I don't know why I'm so sorry. But I feel like there's going to be some religion in it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Fair. <laughs> um, Maybe some like some morals being tested you know some like bad boy good girl type of thing okay i don't i think it's just gonna be crazy (laughs) (laughs) all right well if you liked this episode make sure you rate review and subscribe Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Smut Up and Listen Podcast and on TikTok at Smut Up and Listen. Tell your friends, but not your mom. And we'll see you later, you horny little rats.